Rodriguez started the last three games, went 0 for 9. The Pirates lost all three games and have now lost five games in a row. The Pirates stink. The Pirates effing stink. And every time Neil Huntington opens his mouth, the GM, everything that tumbles out is horse manure. Huntington talked about playing Sean Rodriguez because he's a consummate professional. He works so hard and cluster of at-bats, blah, blah, blah. Sean Rodriguez just blows. That's the long and short of it. He blows. Every time he starts, it's an insult to every Pirate fan, especially those who bought a ticket that day. Rodriguez is 1 for 26 in June and has 13 strikeouts and 5 errors in 13 games played. That's right, Sean Rodriguez is literally 1 for June. F Sean Rodriguez and F his intangibles. Get this Jamoke the Frig out of here. If you like him in the clubhouse so much, let him be a janitor. Let him clean up after the real Major League Baseball players. Let him be a coach. Let him be anything but a guy who is in the lineup ever again. DFA. 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 This is the Mark Madden Show. And if you're tired of me talking about Sean Rodriguez, I am equally tired of having to. 412-333-9939 is the number to call, or you can follow me on Twitter, at MarkMaddenX. Going to catch up with the Penguins at 4.30, when my guest will be Paul Steigerwald. Paul Steigerwald talking pens at 4.30, right here on the home of the Penguins, 105.9 The X. Rodriguez is hitting 145. Remember that close race between his batting average and my tested IQ of 166? It ain't close no more. 145 is the lowest batting average in MLB for anyone with his amount of plate appearances or more, which is 139. He's hitting 226 on a career that should end now. If Rodriguez went 10 for his next 10, he'd still be hitting only 212. And this isn't about picking on Rodriguez. It's about trying to win games. The Pirates are 2-11 this month when Rodriguez plays. Huntington says the Pirates are looking for a breakthrough from Rodriguez. What does that even mean? A breakthrough at his age after a car accident in June? If he coulda, he woulda. I heard Clint Hurdle say that when they got Rodriguez last year after the car accident, that they knew they really shouldn't have played him at all last year, that he wasn't recovered. Okay, then why'd you get him at that price? $5.75 million per year. For Sean Rodriguez, it's over. Just like the Pirates season is at five straight losses and at 36 and 41, it's over. What is Hurdle's motivation 
for continuing to play Sean Rodriguez. I can't imagine. There is nothing logical to point at. Hurdles turn into a total wuss. That big fat face can turn beat red as much as he wants. He can yell at the umps, make a mean face at the media, but Clint Hurdle is a wuss. He's playing his buddy. Just like when he started his buddy in the wild card game in 2015. Yikes. Uh, Saturday was Sean Rodriguez bobblehead day. He made an error. Sean Rodriguez put the bobble in bobblehead. I love this crowd. 412-333-WX is the number to call. Hey, Sean Rodriguez got booed at PNC Park on his bobblehead day. And that is all the people need to know. If I knew Sean Rodriguez was going to play, I wouldn't buy a ticket. Him in the lineup as often as he is, that's the Pirates urinating down your leg and telling you it's raining. Huntington says Rodriguez is good in the clubhouse. I don't buy it. No more is, maybe was. Look, when you're hitting 145, you are no longer good in the clubhouse. That's impossible. All of Rodriguez's teammates would pack his bags for him, and then whoever got the short straw would drive him to the airport or the retirement home or any place but that clubhouse and on that field. You can't lead when you stink. Neil Huntington said Rodriguez is incredibly productive off the field. Incredibly productive off the field. I ask again, what does that even mean? When I'm bad, when I'm no longer getting the numbers, they're not going to keep me around because I'm good in the clubhouse or in the hallways or in the lunchroom or whatever passes for a clubhouse here. They're just going to get rid of me because I'm not good enough anymore. Sean Rodriguez isn't good enough anymore. They've got to get rid of him. Hell, he was never that friggin' good in the first place. Moving out of hockey, because we will have Paul Steigerwald on at 4.30. The Penguins didn't make any big deals at the NHL draft. There weren't many big deals in the NHL at the draft. The Capitals are keeping John Carlson, though, their top defenseman. Eight years, $8 million per year. The Caps had to do that. Now they're definitely in with a great chance to repeat next year, although I don't think they will. And I don't think they'll get past the Penguins a second year in a row. Uh, that Carlson deal, Arizona's given the same kind of deal to Oliver ekman Larson. So I guess that's the going rate for number one defenseman in the league now, $8 million a year, which makes Chris Letang that much bigger of a bargain. The LA Kings are signing Ilya Kovalchuk, coming back from Russia, which takes them out of the Phil Kessel sweepstakes, which probably don't even exist anymore. Hey, Jim Rutherford is going to do what's needed when it's needed. Uh, Jim didn't have a good first year in Pittsburgh, but uh, my criticism turned out a bit too strong back then because he was laying groundwork, and I should have seen that. Since then, Jim's been brilliant, and I have more faith in him than any Penguins general manager uh, maybe ever, and certainly since Craig Patrick was in his prime. Uh, Rutherford might get in the Hockey Hall of Fame this week. I guess the phone calls tomorrow or the next day, whenever. 
That'd be great and well-deserved. Uh, three Stanley Cups as a general manager, including one in Carolina, where they ain't never going to win a game. I, I like the Penguins' top pick, uh, Callan Addison, in the second round. A mobile right-handed defenseman who moves the puck well. Kind of small, but it's more of a fast league, and he is that. I wrote another Kessel column. Read it at the Trib website. It's the summer of Kessel. All Kessel all the time. Pin me and pay me. Uh, Kevin Allen of USA Today wrote a column about NHL free agency, which begins on July 1st, although... Teams and agents are allowed to speak even as we speak. Uh, and Kevin's column, it's good. It's about where the best fit would be for each free agent. And for most of them, uh, Kevin said the best fit would be staying put. Okay, but that's no fun. Uh, the Tavares sweepstakes is the big story. Tavares is reportedly going to talk to Dallas, San Jose, Toronto, Boston, Tampa Bay, and Nashville. And, of course, to the Islanders, a lot of people think he's staying with New York, but I do not. 412-333-9939 is the number to call. Saw Randy Backman last night of Backman-Turner Overdrive and the Guess Who at Cleveland. Boy, was he brilliant. Then Wednesday, we got Forner, Whitesnake, and Jason Bonham's Led Zeppelin evening at Key Bank Pavilion. Red Beach of Whitesnake and Oakmont is going to join me on Wednesday to, to hype up that show. It's going to be great. Uh, Sean McDowell of DVE was supposed to interview Jason Bonham. And Jason Bonham blew him off not once but twice. Hey, what do you expect out of somebody whose only claim to fame is he pretends he's his dad? 105.9 The X. Now, the super genius, Mark Madden. Double M, hey. Hey, what's going on, Mark? Hi. Super genius. It's a good buddy. Ask Shape from SMW. Woo! The X at 105.9. Uh, Franco Harris is opening a pizza place inside Heinz Field. Franco's Pizzeria. That's terrific. Nothing says all time great like a pizza place in a football stadium. Very distinguished. Meals will be free, but only for free meal Franco. In a development that seems somehow related, Juju Smith-Schuster has signed with HyperX. It's the brand's first signing of an NFL player as an eSports brand ambassador. I honestly have no idea what any of that means beyond Juju feeding his ego in enlarging his bank account. I don't know what HyperX is. I'm not totally sure what esports are. But, you know, it's money. It's ego. It's juju. Breaking news from the Penguins, although obviously not at all unexpected, but two of the team's restricted free agents have agreed to terms on two-year contracts. Dominic Simone, yep, they're keeping him. And Daniel Sprong have each signed through the 2019-20 season. Average annual value of 750k. Defenseman Kevin Kutchman 
was resigned to a one-year two-way contract, average annual value of 650k at the NHL level, which he will never collect on beyond a game here and now. Uh, here and again, pardon me. Uh, they like Simone. I don't. They like him. They like him. They signed him. He'll probably make the team. He might play with Sid, and then I'll want to hang myself. Uh, at the top of the show, I bitched about the Pirates continuing to play Sean Rodriguez. But there's a whole lot more about the Pirates to bitch about. Adeon Kovacevic wrote yesterday at his website that the Pirates are trying to trade Josh Harrison, Jordy Mercer, David Freeze, Francisco Cervelli, and even Corey Dickerson before the uh, MLB trade deadline, non-waiver trade deadline, on July 31st. Now that's four starters among those five players. So they're essentially looking to gut the team, and mark my words, they will blame attendance. They will blame you. But look a little deeper. This isn't trading guys whose contracts are running out so you get something for them before they walk away and you get zero return. Mercer's going to be a free agent after this season. But Corey Dickerson has one more arbitration year. Cervelli's not a free agent until 2020. And the same goes for David Fries. And Josh Harrison's not a free agent until 2021. So they just want to slash and burn payroll. Willy-nilly, they're not thinking short-term. They're not thinking long-term. They're thinking both. And more profit and less payroll because the hillbilly prince's greed is absolutely insatiable. But that's what they said about Marilyn Chambers. Okay, so where does it go from there? I think the Pirates are going to cut payroll to the bare bones, like in Oakland or Florida, uh, places like that. Florida's averaging 10K in attendance. The Pirates are at 17K this year, and it's probably going to drop more. So the payroll slash would be a preemptive strike. Uh, The Pirates' lease at PNC Park ends in 2030, which isn't all that far away. Bob Nottingham is going to continue to make his money, and he will keep all his options open. All his options. Uh, Pittsburgh should not trust Nutting, Cooley, and Huntington for even one second. Look at what's happened so far, and now they're fixing to trade four starters for the sake of maintaining profit. But hey, no big deal because Sean Rodriguez can always start at shortstop after Mercer gets traded. Because you can't trade Mercer, maybe. You can't trade Rodriguez, no how. Uh, Last week, we talked about the letter from the Pirates to the state of Pennsylvania asking for a cut of sports gambling revenue, even though the Pirates have zero logical claim to that at all. The Pirates claim it's for upkeep to PNC Park, but nothing should pay for that. If the state would pay for that upkeep, nothing keeps money in his pocket. You, you, You might think, Okay, if they pay for the upkeep, that's good. That's that's money the Pirates don't have to spend, but that's the point. Nothing gets to keep it. The Hillbilly Prince has no shame. He's absurdly entitled. He's always got his hand out. 
and all he ever wants is more. At this point, I think it's very accurate to say he is the biggest villain currently in Pittsburgh sports. The biggest villain in Pittsburgh sports. And he actually has been for a number of years, but most of you were too stupid to see that. And I understand because most of you were really stupid. But he's still that stupid? Because I'm not sure it's possible now, witnessing what you have and what's coming up, I'm not sure it's possible to be that stupid. But hey, if any town can give it a run for its money, I have faith in Pittsburgh. Up next, we're going to go over the latest Penguin trade rumors. If you're just tuning in, Sprong and Simone signed two-year contracts. Their restricted free agency is over. And I bet they felt just about as restricted as possible. 1059 X. And now the super genius, Mark Madden. Double whammy, what's up? In and out like the psychotic version of the hokey pokey. Mark, you are super genius. I know. The X at 105.9. Here's some hot news. Sidney Crosby has taken a tour of Wimbledon. And his tour guide is Maria Sharapova. Crosby's finally taken a shot. He has had a crush on her since he was a teenager. No question. Crosby and Sharapova, center court. The mind fairly races. 412-333-9939 is the number to call. Uh, Penguins didn't make a big move over the weekend. I'm not surprised or upset by that. Uh, Rutherford's going to do that on his schedule. And as I keep stressing, it is not a team desperate for a big move, not by any means. What, because they didn't win a Stanley Cup for the first time in three seasons? Yikes. It's a great team right now. A uh, couple quotes online from Jim Rutherford. One to Jonathan Bomboli who asked him, are you planning to keep Phil Kessel? And Jim retorted, Yes, when did I say I wasn't going to? Okay. I mean, you never said that thus. Might have talked to a few teams. Might have talked to the Kings. Might have talked to Arizona, but okay. And Jim also told uh, Jason Mackey, the Post-Gazette, that they want to cut Latang's ice time down. That they think he's at the point of his career where less ice will equal better play. And I tend to think they're probably right, but it might be difficult to convince Tanger that because it's always been exactly the opposite. Uh, it's always been that he's thrived most and played best when he skated 30 minutes or more in a game. Now, if you cut Tanger's workload down to 24 minutes, who picks it up? On the right side, I mean, you got Schultze, but he's always shown that he needs uh, workload of, what, 19, 20 minutes per game to perform at optimum level. Ole's on the other side. Dumo's on the other side. So I'm not sure who picks up the slack unless you just roll three pairs, which if I were them, I'd be reluctant to do. Then again, okay, here's what you do. I hate rolling three pairs. I think you play your top four more and the bottom pair is on an as-needed basis. 
But maybe you play Tanger and Dumo 24 minutes. Maybe you play Mata and Schultze 22 minutes. And then the whatever time's left, 15, 16 minutes, goes the bottom pair. I don't know. that that The more I think about it, I understand what Jim's saying about less being more at 30 years old for Tanger. They better get another pretty good right-handed defenseman to make that play out the way they hope it will. Uh, getting back to Kessel for one second, you know one thing we all should be able to agree on about Phil Kessel? He's high maintenance. About that, there is no doubt. And I know Sully was pissed that people are always talking about Phil and the problems, but the problems are there. And he was dangled to a couple teams. And we're not going to ignore that to make you lot feel comfortable. I'm not going to say handle your business better because with Phil, that stuff, he's high maintenance, but I'm not going to ignore what's there, not ever. Phil is apparently in Las Vegas right now playing in a poker tournament which makes me nothing but jealous. Uh, let's briefly go over the Penguins' rumors. You hear that Rutherford is talking to Carolina about Jeff Skinner. Like with any deal, it depends on the price. But boy, I'm not sure the Penguins need an undersized, fancy-schmancy finesse winger. Skinner's good. He's like a real good Connor Sherry. And I don't mean that, you know, in a demeaning term. Skinner's real good. I think it helped the Penguins. Depending on the price surrendered, yeah, go get him, but maybe you can get somebody who would help more at the price you'd pay for Skinner. Um, I would not sign Chris Kunitz, although, boy, he is campaigning to get back here, something fierce. His agent is. Uh, I wouldn't sign him because Sid would want Kunitz on his line too often. Kunitz is Sid's whoopee. And I maintain my initial call on Jack Johnson, the defenseman from Columbus. I'd pay no more than $3 million per year, and I'd use him no higher than on the bottom pair. 412-333-9939 is the number to call. Getting back to the Pirates, which I hesitate to do, but uh, they're so frustrating. They got off to that good start this season, but that's because they were playing weak teams. And now the Pirates just flat out stink. They scored three runs in the last three games. Three runs total, and one of those went 13 innings, so they've scored three runs in 31 innings. Now, I wonder, what do all the Pirates stooges have to say about this? The baseball expert bloggers and the paid-for media. Do you have an explanation for the collapse or for Sean Rodriguez starting three straight games? or for the Pirates scoring three runs in 31 innings. If you call the show and have logical explanations for any of that, heck, I'll hang up and listen. And it's my show. 412-333-9939 is the number to call. Uh, World Cup is still going on. Germany stayed alive, but that's what they said about the Bee Gees. By beating Sweden at the death Saturday... Unreal free kick goal from Tony Cruz. And you see that pass Hamas made for Columbia's third goal yesterday. If you're not enjoying the World Cup, I, I feel sorry for you. Uh, England killed Panama yesterday.
Oh my God, Morocco just scored. Morocco up 2-1 to one on Spain. Upset in the making in the 81st minute. But yesterday, England killed Panama 6-1. to one. Panama finished ahead of the U.S. in CONCACAF qualifying, and they're 0-2 in Russia. One goal, four, nine goals against. It's just a reminder of how bad U.S. soccer is to have finished behind Panama and to not qualify for the World Cup. I was watching the, the introductions. You know where they play the national anthems of each team before the game at the World Cup? Why isn't Panama's national anthem... Panama by Van Halen. That just seems to make sense on so many levels. Uh, Games this morning, uh, Saudi Arabia 2, Egypt 1, Mo Salah with the goal for Egypt, deliver Pudlian. That's the second goal of the tournament. But they're out, and he's not hurt, so I consider Egypt's World Cup a monumental success. Uruguay 3, host Russia nil. Uh, both have qualified for the knockout round, but uh, uh, Vladimir Putin has called the Uruguayan team in for questioning. And apparently Luis Suarez bit him, so we may not see him for quite some time. Let's let's go to... I can't get my headsets on. Let's go to Brian and Fox Chapel. Brian, you're on the Mark Madden Show. Hey, Mark. How are you? Great. Hey, uh, you were talking about John Tavares earlier. Um, and I was just looking through the list of teams that are talking to him. It strikes me that they got a lot more problems than just a center. Obviously, if he's a guy who's out there, you talk to him. But you look at a team like uh, like Tampa Bay, they got after Victor Hedman on the blue line, what do they really have? And they got money tied up. In oh, no, like they, they got Alabama. Ryan McDonough, brah. Oh, yeah. Well, he, he's, he's a decent second-pair guy. I mean, the Penguins eat his lunch, but, you know, what are they going to do with Ryan McDonough? You know, uh, buy him out, trade him again, cut him? I mean, he, he's not bad. Don't forget, it's a 31-team league. It's a very diluted product in terms of talent. Well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. Good call. Uh, one thing I will say about Tavares is – Teams have to be careful when when they bid on a guy like him that they're trying to build a team and not just collect hockey cards, not just play fantasy league. I said before before they signed uh, Marlow last year that Toronto made a big mistake because they didn't need Marlow then. They need Tavares now. So they definitely made a mistake in that regard. Should have waited. Not like they did anything for having gotten Marlowe, and now he's going to get older and not better where Tavares is right now in his prime. I love watching the World Cup. I wish I didn't have to do this show so I could pay more attention to the World Cup. Portugal still leads Iran 1-0. So if Spain loses to Morocco, but Portugal beats Iran, Spain still gets through and qualifies for the knockout round. I wonder how the Iron Sheik feels about all this. 412-333-9939. Uh, we're going to talk very little, very little NBA, because uh, I heard a, a beat writer for the San Antonio Spurs 
come up with the perfect description of the Kawhi Leonard situation, where he is cleared to play by San Antonio's team doctors, but he refuses to play because he says he's hurt. Perfect description of what he is compared to guys like uh, David Robinson, Manu Ginobili, Tony Parker, and, of course, Tim Duncan. Uh, LeBron is not going to meet with teams and take pitches. He's just going to decide. And I get that because once he signs with whoever, he's the new general manager anyway. I'm Mark Madden, 105.90X. And now the super genius, Mark Madden. And his drink, smoked pot, figured if he showed up at rehab wreck, it gave him a better shot at getting most improved. The X at 105.9. Let's go over the Penguin topics. Tell me what you think. Simone and Sprong just signed two-year contracts today. Where do you think they fit on the roster next year? I got a feeling they're going to put Simone where I'd put Sprong and Sprong where I'd put Simone. The rumors are flying about the Penguins getting Jeff Skinner, signing Jack Johnson, signing Chris Kunitz. Which of those three would you most like to see them do? And... Turning to baseball, will the Pirates slash payroll to the bone now that they suck and attendance is in decline? 412-333-9939 is the number to call. Let's go to Mike in the car. Mike, go to Mark Madden Show. Hey, Mark. Thanks for taking my call. Right. I got a question for you. Now that Barry Trotz is uh, the coach of the New York Islanders, uh if and when Tom Wilson of the Capitals takes out Jonathan Tavares or one of their best players, what do you think Coach Trotz's uh, demeanor? Well, 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 well bro, be? bro, every coach is going to defend his guy. But Trotz is going to be Trotz now. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. I, I read the papers. What do you expect Trotz to do? To call him a goon like he really is? I don't know if he'll use that verbiage. He didn't use that verbiage when. Uh, like, Penguins took perceived cheap shots at Washington players. Like, uh, who was that had the big hit? Latang on a capital a few playoff series ago got suspended for the one game. But, but bro, a coach is going to defend his guy, which is what a coach should do. And for you to I think under, otherwise... I understand that, but it's on the other... It's yeah, so you now. keep saying. <laughs> okay, goodbye. Laugh, clown, laugh. Coach is always going to defend his guy. If his guy's the goon, he's going to defend him. If a goon takes out his guy, he's going to be mad. It's part of the coaching profession, part of the job. Let's go to Kevin in the car. Kevin, you're on with Double M. Hey, afternoon, Super G. Good hey, afternoon. Quick question. Um, Steve Colorado bought out um, Orpic's uh, contract. Where do you think he lands? I think he might go back to Washington at, at a cut rate. Okay. I think that might have been part of the plan all along. Uh, one of them sneaky kind of deals. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Let's go to Alex in Fairfax, Virginia. Alex, show to Mark Madden Show. Good day, Super G. Right. Hey, uh, just about the Pirates, I I have to kind of agree with you that they are going to try to get rid of a lot of these guys, and it's really just a shame. I, I thought after they went to the playoffs for three straight years that Nutting would see that he would be making more money by investing in the team. No, no, he wouldn't be making more money by investing in the team because investing more money offers no guarantees in terms of attendance or success. 
But do you think if they would be, if he would be willing to spend more money, they'd be doing better? But there would be no guarantee to increase profit. So the only solution is to have Nutting sell the team if we ever want to see them actually be competing. Well, he's not going to sell the team. So a, a more logical conclusion would be we're never going to see them be competitive again. And uh, about the the uh, Penguins with uh, with Sprong, I gotta agree with you. I don't know what the fascination is with Dominic Simone. Well, I, I know what six. part of it is. Mark Recchi, the assistant coach, yeah. thinks Simone has a lot of talent and has kind of made Simone his pet project. Now, I'm not criticizing Rex for that, but that's what's going on down there with Simone, and uh, not just Rex, but I believe to be an organization-wide overestimation of Dominic Simone. I have to agree with you on that one. I, I, but I would much rather see Sprong playing with Sid than uh, than Simone next season. I know which way I'd bet if I could get a, a wager down. No quarter brought to you by CW Electrical Services. Make the switch at CWElectricalServices.com. Very exciting World Cup games. We're in injury time. Spain 2, Morocco 2, Portugal 1, Iran 1. If the scores hold, Spain and Portugal advance to the knockout round. And if you don't care, I don't care that you don't care. Speaking of stuff none of us care about, Kawhi Leonard is a great basketball player, but he's a handful for the San Antonio Spurs. He was injured last year, but was cleared to play by the team doctors. But his own doctor said no. Kawhi said no. He said that he was uncomfortable with the notion of playing physically. So he only played nine games on the season. Quad injury. Now he wants trade. San Antonio has five NBA titles uh, in the not-too-distant past. They have the oldest of old-school coaches in Popovich. They've had a ton of guys 